but uh, I guess if I'm speaking on behalf of our Lord, then that just puts me in a position of doing some work for Him. Um, I'm going to try something a little bit different before we start, bringing in a bit of tradition. Um, I'm going to start with a children's story, and then um, we're going to get straight into it. Kids, I've actually got something for you, but you need to come to the front if you want to receive this, because uh, we are going to have a bit of fun. Um, so if you're young at heart or you're young, getting old in heart, you're more than welcome to come up to the front, please. Grab a seat, guys. All right, cool. Good start. Good start. All right, let me just get this ready here. And uh, let me just get this out of here because it's very hard to find. Uh, I'll put it over there and I'll put it in here. All right, good. Good start. Morning, kids. How you going? Happy Sabbath. Yeah, good. Right. What have I got in here? Can, can you see it? Can you see it? Yeah, have you having a good look? What have I got in there, kids? Did you see it? Well, that's good because it's invisible. Have another look, though. This time, use both eyes. Okay, using both eyes. Okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Have a good look. Okay. What I've got in here is an invisible rubber bouncing egg. Yeah? True, true. See? Can you see it, man? Can you see? It? You can see it. Can you see it, darling? Can you see it? Yeah? Good. Parents? Can you see it? No? Good on you, man. Honest man. All right. See, here's the thing. I'll take it out. Okay. Can you see it now? Okay. Yeah. I'll just put it back in here. I'll switch hands. Okay. I'll take it out. All right. Can you see it now? An invisible rubber bouncing egg. I'll show you how. Okay. What I'm going to do is I'm going to bounce it on the floor and I'm going to catch it. Okay. You ready? How cool is that? All right. Now, I'm going to need help with this. So I haven't pre-organized a beautiful assistant to help me. I should have. The room is full of them. So to fill in for my beautiful assistant, I'm just going to call Simo down. He's up there doing nothing. <laughs> Thanks, brother. You're lucky because um, I actually had Neil on my targets. So Simo's going to help me just to prove that this is correct. I'll take the invisible rubber bouncing egg out. I'll get Simo to hold on to the bag for me. Thanks, brother. Okay. I'm going to break it into three. Okay. I'm going to juggle it. I'm going to juggle them. And I'm going to throw them really high. Now, this is a big roof. So I'm going to throw them up through the roof. Okay. And then they're going to come down and I'm going to catch them. Cool? Okay, ready? Oh, yeah. Do you want to catch them? Okay. Okay. All right. Juggling. Ready? And juggling music, circus, afro, circus, afro, circus, afro. I watch way too many Pixar movies. Okay, ready to throw? One, two, three. Wow, look at those suckers go. Go on. We are Simo. We've got a bit of time to kill. Yeah. Here you go, mate. Yeah, good. Yeah. How was? Did you go? Did you go on your trip? Yeah, Blackwater. It was great. Yeah. What'd you What'd you do? 
stuff. Lots of stuff. Yeah. I can't say because it'll wreck the church service. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, what? Oh, we are too. Okay, ready? Here they come. Ready? One, two. Where's the other one? Oh, there it is. Three. Cool, eh? Do you like that? Let me squeeze them all back together again. I'm going to give them to Simo. Okay, hold on to it. Okay, and what I'm going to... Dude. Hold on to it, okay, bro? Okay, all right. All right, what I'm going to do is Simo's going to throw it really hard. It's going to bounce off the back wall and I'm going to catch it. Okay, you ready, bro? On three, you ready? One. Oh, yeah. Two, three, go. Hang on, do I go on three or no, do no. I go after three? After, after three. Right. Okay, so one, two, three, throw. Okay. okay. So it's really more four, but I won't say four. Okay, okay you ready? One, one two, two, three, three throw. throw. Yeah, or okay. one, two, three, go, throw. Go, throw. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll say go, then you throw. I'll just throw it. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> and I'll try and catch. Okay, you ready? One, two, yep. three, go. <laughs> How quick was that? That was really cool. Yeah. That was pretty good. Okay, we're going to try one more time? Okay, ready? Go. Oh, they didn't do three. Okay, ready? Three, go. What? One, two, three, go. Now, thanks. Give a big hand for Simo, please. All right. You reckon you worked it out? Ooh, we got a smart one here, mum and dad. Pat yourselves on the back. Let me just sort of tie this up a little bit for you. In the Bible, right, because today is all about Bible and learning about Bible, there are two big characters in the Bible. One of them tells the truth, and he's always good. Who would that be? Joseph is good. (laughs) Yes? Right letter too. Starts with the right letter. Joseph is good, but who's always good in the Bible? Yes, mate. Jesus, yes. Now, the other guy, and God, good boy. Now, the other guy, he's not too good. He always tells a lot of lies, and he's not a very good person. Who's that? Satan. Yes, okay. Now, with this little thing here, am I telling the truth, or am I actually doing a trick? Truth. Yeah, so the thing is, if I want to be like Jesus, I should tell the truth, shouldn't I? Yeah. Okay? Now, the thing is, I'm actually going to tell you how I'm doing this, Okay? Because there's two reasons why. One, it's fun. And two, there are parents out there who are trying to figure out how I'm doing it as well. Okay? So here it is. Now, how am I doing it? Oh, can you do that? Yeah. If you pick up a bag and you hold on to it and you click it, it actually sounds like there's something going in there. Well done. Give this boy a clip. He, he got it in one. Well done. Okay? So this whole invisible thing, that's not really true. But telling you how to do it, that's true. That's what Jesus is like. So if you want to play with your friends and you want to do the whole click the bag thing and pretend you're throwing stuff and catching stuff that doesn't really exist, watch this, I won't even look. How good was that? Okay, you can do that with your friends. All right. I actually have some bags for you that you can play with. However... When we get to start to talk, it's going to get a bit noisy. So what I'll do is down the back, we've got some uh, colouring and stuff for you to do. Yeah. If you do the colouring, you can sit with your parents or you can sit down the back. It's totally up to you. After we finish talking up here, 
I'll give you a bunch of bags and you can drive your parents crazy. How's that sound? All right. Thanks, kids. Morning, church. Happy Sabbath. Um, before we kick off, I'd just like to obviously start with a prayer. Um, I appreciate uh, the guys asking me to, to step up and, and chat to you. Um, been praying about this one a lot, so um, I think we'll just kick off with that. So for those who want to, if you just mind closing your eyes, um, I'm actually going to get down the money and pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love. Lord, we ask you to take watch care over us now. Um, Jesus, we invite you and your angels to come and join us here today. Bless us, give us strength. Thank you for the week that is. Thank you for the safe return of all our friends, family and loved ones um, who have been away on trips. I ask you to take watch care of those ones who aren't here, um, those who are away and those who don't know you. And I also ask, Lord, that you bless me now. Allow the words that come out of my mouth to praise and worship you and to lift you up. And uh, Lord, just thank you for this family that you call Refresh. And I thank you for this opportunity to be here. I pray these things in your precious name of Jesus. Amen. All right. Um, it's been a long time for me, I guess, this year. Um, last year I was teaching, and um, I sort of missed that. So it's sort of fun for me to be doing this again. Um, I've had to come up for family reasons, helping out family and all that sort of stuff. So when I'm normally teaching or when I'm doing something like a sermon or something, it's normally big, flashy PowerPoint and imagery. I'm a big fan of imagery, especially when you're teaching, because kids get it like that when you put something up there and then you're talking. Um, but this time I've gone off on a limb and I believe the best time, and you guys who've just come back from your trips will know this, the best time to work for Jesus is when you're outside your comfort zone. So if you're comfort, that's okay. When you're outside your comfort zone, that's when you're on fire. So I've prepared a whole lot of notes for today's sermon. And the good news is I've got just the same amount of notes on the other side. Okay, So I've worked through really hard on this one. Um, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to present three things to you um, that I think are fun, and as simple as that. The other thing you need to know about if I'm speaking is that I, this isn't a one-man show, okay? The kids have already led by example by coming up the front. If you're comfortable in your chairs, enjoy it, because it ain't going to last long, okay? I am going to pull you out if you don't mind. I mean, obviously, we're not going to get into a big argument over it, but it does make for a lot more interactive fun if we can. So, my first victim, I mean, sorry volunteer is Michael. Um, and it's really lucky because Holly was my plan B. So for those of you who've got your Bibles, if you could open them up to Genesis, um, I'll make it easy for you. It's at the beginning. It's in the front of the Bible. Um, if you need to slide, click, flick, twick, whatever it is you do, Genesis chapter 1. And this is the longest part of what I have to talk about. This is my Bible. It's an old one, but, it, but it's got a lot of sentimentality. So if you can hold on to it, un unlike Simo, don't drop it. Okay, thanks, man. Sorry, bro. Um, just a quick background to the story and what we're about to do. Uh, 14 years ago, um, when I first met my wife, um, one of us was homeless and the other one was, um, uh, had quite a strong Adventist background and upbringing. I'll let you work out who was who. And we spent a lot of our time working in soup kitchens. Um, I don't know if you know of the place uh, where the conference office is. There was uh, an area out the back at Kitchen, and it was called Room 19, and we spent a fair bit of time working in there on a Friday night. There would be nothing short of 150, 200 people coming through and getting fed and then disappearing off into the distance, um, doing whatever it is that they do. 
And as far as ministry was concerned, I, I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed, well, I enjoyed the food. <laughs> Such good food. But anyway, I enjoyed the food, but I enjoyed the fellowship. Uh, the gentleman who was running it, his name was Wayne Spivey, and he was such a good man. There, was, there were two uh, soup kitchens. Come on in, you can't sneak. Come on in, grab a seat. Welcome, happy Sabbath. There were two people who were running. Um, Brian Bidnell was running one out on the corner streets in Brisbane, and Wayne was running room 19. And what made it easy for me, because I I'd, I'd just finished my work, I was working at the Rockley Markets, and so I had this um, food that I could tap into from the markets and I would bring it to room 19, we'd split it up and use it. And I said to Wayne one night, because we ended up running a couple of nights, and I said, look, I've got people coming up to me and asking me about the Bible, asking me about Jesus, asking me about, you know, why do I do this sort of stuff? And I didn't know what to say to them. So he showed me this, this study. So I'm gonna go through it really quickly. I'll go through it a lot quicker than I would if I was sitting with someone one-on-one. -on -one. Um, I hope you get something out of it. Some of you might even know this study. Uh, if you do, please bear with me. So, Michael here is going to help me. Um, there were two ways, this is what I've been taught, and two ways to read the Bible. One is the literal meaning, word for word. Okay, we're going to do that one right now. So, you okay with Old English? We're reading King James. This will be fun. Um, do, do we need to give him a mic? Well, you can. Thanks, Holly. Right, so from the top, he's going to read, and I'm going to write. Genesis chapter 1, mate. Oh, okay. Yeah, mate. Oh, yep. Right. Yep. This is the longest part. Hello. Oh, oh no. Okay. Hey, right. Thanks, Michael. Cool. All right. Chapter 1. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth uh, was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light, and it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. Uh, oh, where am I? Fine. And God said, um, Let there be a... Firmament, fir firmament, firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. And God called the firmament heaven, and the, and the evening and the morning were the second day. Uh, and God said, let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place, and let the dry land appear, and it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters he called, uh, he called the seas, and God saw that it was good. And God said, let the earth bring forth grass, and herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seeds is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. You've done a great job, mate. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> And the earth brought forth grass and herb yielding seed after his kind um, and tree yielding fruit whose seed was in itself after its kind and God saw that it was good. And the third day and the morning were the third, oh, and the evening and the morning were the third day. And God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide, to divide the day from the light and let them be for, oh, for signs and for seasons and for days and years. 
and let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. Number 16, if you're following along. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. And God sent in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth and to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. Oh, I just lost my place again. 19. Oh, oh, whoa, okay, they're down there. Um, and the evening and the morning were the fourth day. And God said, Let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that hath life, and fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament, firmament of heaven. And God created the, wha- uh, the great whales and every living creature that moveth, which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind, and every winged fowl after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let fowl multiply in the earth. And the evening and the morning were the fifth day. And God said, Let the earth bring forth uh, the living creature after his kind, cattle and creeping thing, and beast of the earth after his kind. And it was so. And God made the beast of the earth after his kind, and cattle after their kind and everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them, and God said Roman. unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that move, moveth upon the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in which is the fruit of a yield. Oh, hold on in which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed to uh, to you it shall for be meat shall shall be for meat and to every beast of the earth and to every fowl of the air and to everything that creepeth upon the earth wherein there is life i have given every green herb for meat and it was so and god saw that everything that he had made god saw everything that he had made and behold it was very good is that very good? And the morning. Very good. Was yes. That? Very, okay, very two ticks. Very good. Yes. Very good. Right two very, yeah, okay. Thank good, you. Good, good. And, um, and the morning and the evening were the sixth day. Day six. Cool. Now, could you read the first two verses of um, chapter two, please? It's important. I can. All right. Listen up. This is important, apparently. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day, God entered his work, which he had made. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work he, uh, which he had made. What do we call the seventh day? Cool. Ladies and gentlemen, can I get a big round of applause for Michael? <laughs> Thanks, brother. Thank you very much, Michael. Like, seriously, that was awesome. So, two things I want to ask you quickly, because we went through this really fast. I don't normally do this sort of a study this fast, but... Um, Everything that Michael read very well, by the way, um, I tried to keep up with him and write it down. Would you agree? 
literally. I tried to keep up with them and write it down. The other thing we normally do when I was doing the study is I'll ask someone, what did God create on day one? What did God create on day four? Just to see if you know, because you know, there's a lot of information that we try to retain. Sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's hard. Hands up, those of you who have seen the study before, just out of curiosity. Wow, good son, thank you. All right. Our God, the one that we worship and love and, and give our life to, is a God of order. Everything he does is for a purpose and a reason. If you take this plan of Genesis number one, chapter one, and you break it down to what it's actually supposed to be, you will see God's order come to light. In day one, he created the light in the day. Because in day four, he needed to put the sun and the moon somewhere. In day two, he split the water and created the firmaments so he could stick birds and whales and fish where they were supposed to go. And then obviously in day three, he creates the trees, the birds, and all that sort of stuff so that man could have something to do with them. You see, our God will take this chaos because in the beginning, I think it said that it was, I can't remember the word it was using. It was, yeah, it was, we used the, without form. So I've just used the word chaos because honestly, our life is in chaos. And if we want to take chaos and take it to good or take it to order, we need to follow a plan that God has set out for us. You think about it, if God came in and he decided to create this burst on day one, how far would it have gone? It wouldn't have gone very far because most of us would have died because there was nothing for us to stand on. Okay? He didn't do day five or day four. He started off with doing this one, that one, that one. Once he'd set everything up, then he started to add what we need. We need the sun and the moon so that things can grow. God is a God of order. He's not a God of chaos. And he looks after us. It's pretty cool, isn't it? Okay, the second thing I'd like to bring to your attention, um, if that's okay, is, he says, Holly. Could you help me, Holly, please? If you could flick um, to uh, Matthew chapter 5. This one, for me... Um, when I was studying, and again, uh, this was my own personal one. This sort of hit me sort of quite interestingly um, when I was reading. Can you yes, if you don't mind, off. Yeah, Matthew chapter 5. Now, we're talking about the Sermon on the Mount. Um, if you know the story, Jesus, um, he's disappeared for a while. If you ever notice in the Bible when Jesus is on his own, when he finally gets away from his disciples and all that sort of stuff, when he has his own time to himself and he's earnestly praying, something big's coming up. If you think about Gethsemane, he was on his own. He needed his men with him. They were falling asleep. Okay? In this particular situation, everyone's going, oh, wow, here's the Savior. He's going to take us. He's going to save us, blah, blah, blah. He's going to do really, really well. And Jesus steps up to the sermon and he delivers this thing that's totally not what they want. I mean, there must have been a lot of confused people standing there going like, what's this guy even talking about? He's supposed to be rescuing us. He's supposed to be saving us. And he's talking about that stuff. And I was, I'm going to have to rub this out. I hope you don't mind. I was reading this one day, thinking about this sort of study, and it 
sort of hit me. I don't, I'm not sure if it'll have the same impact here, but I'm hoping it will. Okay, so I'm going to get Holly to, um, to read Matthew chapter 5, um, probably from verse 2 to verse 12. I'm not, I'm not as fast as Michael, though, because I can't keep up. It's, it's pretty quick. And um, I'm going to do the exact same thing that we just did here, um, if you don't mind, love. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit. Okay, hold on, love. Sorry. So, poor? Yep. Yep. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Thank you. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Hold on, darling. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Okay, hold on, Holly. All was mourn? Comforted, wasn't it? Comforted. And that was kingdom of heaven? Yep. Okay. This one was comfort. Okay, so what's this one? Meek. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Yep. Okay, go love. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness. I don't love. For they shall be filled. Um, I'll put here for God. That's righteousness, I hope. And what was that, filled? Yep. Yep. Blessed are the merciful. Thank you. For they shall obtain mercy. Mercy. Yep. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Amen. Yep. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Okay. Blessed are ye when men shall revile, revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you, falsely for my sake. All right. Thank you, Holly. Hand for Holly, please. Thank you, darling. So I was sitting down one day and I was reading this and um, I don't know, it just, it just sort of hit me the same way as the other one did. Um, I think about, um, I guess it was good that I didn't know God before I was born. I think it was good that at some stage I remember um, I was probably the age of my kids, six or seven, and the caretaker of the school took me to this Christian camp, and um, I remember reading um, there, and I remember enjoying it, and I just, I think then is when I sort of gave myself to the Lord, but then obviously I went away, and I had this path that wasn't a good one, and I remember bumping into people every now and then, they were all happy, I was like, what are you happy for? I said, I've got God, I'm like, oh, right, yeah, good on you, but then one day, God calls you back, you know, so I think from my perspective, when people come to God, when they actually finally get to understand who he is and want to know who he is, there is this thing that happens. Some of the most on-fire people for God are the first ones who walk through the door who don't know who he is yet. They're still learning who he is. And that's a real positive fire. And I believe that this is their walk. This is the Christian walk. Because I don't know of a lot of Christian people who come into the church and are instantly peacemakers. 
Now, don't get me wrong, some people are. You know, some people just have that peace within them. But if you're talking about a new Christian who's had this life of drugs, alcohol, depression, you put anything up there that you want, they're not going to come walking in here and be all peaceful because they're looking for something. What happens is, this is where they are. Because they are. Who is not poor in spirit? When you first become a Christian, you don't know them. You want to know them because you, everyone else is happy. You want what everyone's got. So you're poor in spirit. When you realize that you don't have this, this love that everyone's got for Jesus, you actually mourn. You mourn because you don't have that connection with God yet that everyone else has. And you're like, I want that. And that's where the fire starts. That's where all the exciting stuff happens. And what happens is when you start to mourn for that loss of that connection that you had with your Lord, you actually start to become a humble person. You start to realize your own faults. You start to realize the things that you know, you've done that possibly weren't a good thing. And for some people, you know, you'll go and seek people. Mate, I'm really sorry I did that to you. I'm really sorry. Here's that 20 bucks I owe you. Oh, man, that was like 20 years ago. Okay, here's another 20 more. Okay, let's make up for it. When you go through this process, you hunger. And this, this is when people jump on planes. This is when they go overseas. This is when they start showing the rest of the world who they are for God. Because they just want to scream out. I remember when I first came into the church, I'd be walking along, I want to pray to God, stop, get down on my knees and just start praying in the middle of the street. I didn't care what people thought about me. Now I sort of do, it's a bit, you know, what an idiot. But there's a lot more involved in it now. Okay, and you become merciful. And you know, the funny thing is, the hardest people to be merciful to is your immediate family, depending on your situation, because they're the ones who know you. My mother still says to me, oh, you're going to go and do your church thing. It's like, mom, it's not a thing. It's something I've chosen. But she's still watching, which is good. I need to prove to her that I, I mean this and I love this. When it all happens, you become pure in heart. You do become a peacemaker. You actually feel a lot better about yourself. You see other people having problems. Hey, come on, let's sort this out together. Let's work this all out. And then the thing that sort of hit me the hardest was that the people who are going to hassle us are our own people because they know what we know. They understand what we go through. Now, this is... I guess the rough side, the worldly side. Um, it's, I'm probably, it's a bit of a stretch there, but anyway. This is the, I believe, is a walk. Look at the goal. Look what you get. Check that out. The kingdom of heaven, straight away. Your comfort. You're comfortable. Okay? You inherit this earth. You're filled. Okay? Now, that's not talking burgers and food and chips. This is talking filled heart. Okay? You're merciful. You've got God. You're one of God's children. You make it to heaven. These are the goals from a life that we're still trying to understand. Last one. I need a whole bunch of you. Ha. Ah. So. Um, I was going to pick on the band because the band normally are here. Um, I definitely want you please. Yeah. Mate, you volunteered for something um, before. Yep. No, and, and you. Yeah, no, no, I'm talking to you, bro. Okay. Boys. <laughs> boys. Excuse me, boys. Woohoo. 
Earth to control, guys. Oh, hello. Hey. Come on down, please. You don't pretend to push buttons. Come on down. Yeah. You too, Clayton. Hi, mate. Would you want? Yep. Michael. Guys, come on. Two. Come on, darling. Come on up. Come on, come on, come on, come on. The longer you take, the longer we sit here. Uh, we've got quite a few. I need some ladies. We've got a lady. Yeah, you go like this. Okay, that's a dead get. Would you like to join us, please, love? I need some, I need, I need some wisdom up here. Yep. Okay. A um, couple more. A couple more volunteers. Let's make it easy for me. Holly, thank you. Well, I need some ladies. Okay? Because the thing is, these guys are going to need your help. Okay? Right. Sorry. First of all, big clap for these guys, please. Hey. Now, favorite Bible characters. Let's rip them off. Anyone? It, oh, okay, let's start with a hard one. Rightio. Oops. Better spell it right, eh? S E S. What the hell is E S T H E R. I don't know. I'm not too sure. Okay, let's go. Let's some quick ones. Joseph. Joseph. Um, okay, I'm partial to Noah. Thanks. Jacob, uh, he's pretty close, but okay, Jacob. Jacob. Ooh, yeah, David, there you go, mate. David, yeah, turn around, bro. Turn around, thanks. Much easier. David. Uh, Holly. Okay. Um, I'm going to throw in a tough one. Uh, there you go, love. Okay, Deb. Oh, yep, yeah, cool. You know who Deb is, eh? Deborah, yep, yep, good. Um, how, about, how about this one? There you go, love. Um, Simo, you know who that is, eh? Abraham, yep, good. Ab uh, I've, I've been waiting two weeks for this joke. This is a funny joke. Yeah, bro. Okay, you know who that is? Get out of the tree, bro. Okay. Um, <laughs> thank you. Okay, a couple more. I need two more. Sorry? Ruth. Whoa, now we're cooking. Ruth. Um, Ruth. Oh, who did you say? Okay, can you mind turning around? Sorry. Um, I, I always call them easy kill. People go, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll just put easy uh, I shall try to spell it right, which I haven't. Okay, here's a kill. Okay, thank you. And last but not, you got the hardest job of all. And this is why I picked you, because you volunteered once. Do you want to turn around? You volunteered once, and I watched what you were doing at the front, and I was just cracking up. <laughs> so, unfortunately, you have to be everywhere. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> you have to sort of run around like an idiot. Okay. <laughs> Cool. Like an idiot. Well, not like, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Didn't mean it like that. Yeah, no, you have to run around. Yeah, yeah a little bit. All right. Um, oh, everyone's got one. Can I see what you got? All right, very simple game, ladies and gentlemen. Put yourselves 
into biblical chronological order. And go. Yeah, wherever you got to go. You, you can stand on the stage if you like, Jesus. Make it easy for yourself. All right, audience, we need some help. Do we need some help? Help her out if she's if she's lost. Help her out. Okay, guys, come, come to the front here. Come to the, spread yourselves out. Come out here. Guys, come forward, please. Woohoo! Come forward. Spread yourselves out. You got the easy job, haven't you? Okay, okay. Yeah, spread yourselves right out. Simo, you still floating around? How are they going, guys? Like, please don't look at me for the answers because I don't know just as much as you don't. I think I do, but how are they going? Did we get it? Esther? Okay, Esther, past easy kill, please. Esther, past easy kill. Deborah goes back. Oh, was it? Oh, we're talking about. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about Deborah with the with the post, the tent, Deborah. So I'm not too sure which one that one is. Yeah, how are we going, guys? Do they get it? Sorry. All right, let's, let's do this through a process. We are an intelligent bunch of people. We can do this. And this was random, by the way. So, Noah, is he in a good spot? Yes. Okay. Abe, are you doing all right? Yes. Okay. Hey, you have a lot of kids, by the way. Jacob? <laughs> how's Jacob going? We're good with Jacob? Joseph? Yep. Deb. Okay. Deb, how's Deb going? This is a tough one. Deb? Okay. Ruth? Yeah, no, we're, we're working our way through it. So we're having trouble with Ruth and Esther. Is that right? Yeah. Esther? Okay, where do we move Esther to? After Ezekiel? How many people think Esther should be down here? Okay, you're doing a good job, Esther. How many people think Esther should be here? How many people think Esther, Esther shouldn't be here? 
because we can go with the process of elimination. Okay? So we're back to Ruth. Ruth's doing all right after Deb. Yep. And we've got David doing all right. Easy kill. Sure, I'm saying that wrong. Esther and Tree Boy. Tree Boy. Oh, Zacchaeus here. So we, we, we've done pretty well, correct? You, you're happy with what we've got? I find what we've just... I've never done this before, by the way, but I find it really, really interesting because, um, you know, the Bible's such a big book. There are so many people in there and I've got to stop talking. If I decided to move Deb, let's say we just shuffle Deb down here and stick her in the middle there, okay? Do you think if I took the Bible story of Deborah and I moved it somewhere else, do you think the Bible would still have the same impact? Yeah? Do you think? Um, Deborah, can you go back? I can. How about if I move Ruth down to Esther? Would the Bible still have the same impact? Or I decided to move Abe down here. If I moved Abe down here, would the Bible still have the same impact? So I think God didn't write the... This is just a personal thing. This is not a... Um, wow, let's all just go with this. I think God put the Bible together because it was inspired. He got people to write it. He didn't, it wasn't just random. It wasn't something that he came up with. He put it together in an order that we need to understand. He put these people where they need to be because it just makes the whole bigger picture, I think, a lot more sense. We couldn't have Abe up there because without Abe, we need these guys. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. You know, I didn't write the Bible. I wasn't inspired by it. And obviously we need Jesus. Okay, because without him, uh, none of this works. Guys, thank you very much. Um, thank you, Simo and Clayton. Uh, thanks, guys. Thank you very much. pray heavenly father we thank you for your love lord i thank you for this church i thank you for the people who come here i thank you for the fact that we can get up and worship you and i thank you that you are you are an almighty god uh lord if there is order in our lives we just pray that you take it you take watch care of everything we've done you've promised us that everything we've done you've already looked after anyway so i just ask lord that i can find an easier path that's yours and understand that Thank you for the Sabbath. Thank you for the peace. Be with all of our friends, family, and loved ones. Take watch care over them wherever they are now. Bless us, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, boys. Oh, I'm done. Yeah. Okay. Oh.